You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we talk about something that we don't talk about very often. Embarrassment. And why it can actually be a good thing. Welcome, welcome to Carly's Couch. We hope you're having a good week. I'm Lex Topia. And I'm Cece Fierce slash Carly Carpio. <laughs> Super excited. I know, man. Look, been trying to get that changed over. Um, but very excited to be here another week. We at 202, baby. Yeah, we hope you're having a good week. Um, this week we are talking about embarrassment. Uh, Carly, when's the last time you felt embarrassed? <laughs> um, actually, Friday. So it was funny because... Um, I was doing a four-week summer camp with Change the Tune, which is a nonprofit that works with kids. So I've been working with kids the entire month of July. Friday was our last day. We ended it with a big field trip to the Santa Monica Pier, like 50, 60 kids. So I was exhausted. But then a friend called me and had an extra ticket to the Boys to Men TLC concert. And Boys to Men and TLC been on my list of people I want to see. And I don't know how long they're going to be touring. So I was like, let me just go ahead and go. Long story longer. My Uber took forever to get to the Hollywood Bowl. So I just popped out at a light and like was like kind of going up there. And then these fools started on time. So I was like running up that big ass hill to the Hollywood Bowl, like trying to get there. And I tripped so hard. Like if I wasn't as agile, I would have like smashed my face on those Mm -hmm. stairs. You heard somebody go, ooh. Mm -hmm. But I caught myself, baby. (laughs) So you tripped up the steps? Yeah, I tripped up the steps and almost like. But what happened, like, how hard of a trip was it? It was a very hard trip because I was moving very quickly <laughs> up a very steep incline, but I caught myself and just kept going. And that's, like, part of the embarrassment, like, went away because I was like, it doesn't matter. I didn't fall. I'm going to keep moving. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's just one of those little, like, slight miss of a step or something uh-huh. like that. Okay. What about you? Um, the most embarrassing thing I can think of recently was I accidentally dropped a um, inappropriate personal video into a client's group chat text thread, um, <laughs> and it had to be like, uh, clearly that was an accident, guys. Please delete. Um, but yeah, it was it was real bad. But that was probably the most embarrassing thing that I can think of that has happened recently for me. Oh man! And when we talk about embarrassment. Do you have like one like what's a moment in your life like one of the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened that you actually talk about? If you have anything, mm, like that? I would have to think about it. I don't know. Mm. I have a couple, so I'll share <laughs> um, two. So one, when I was playing basketball when I was in elementary school, because back then it mattered what other people thought, or at least we did, you know. And at practice, we were doing these backward drills, and I stepped on my shorts. And fell backwards because they were so mm. long because I was short. Mm. And so I stepped on my big old basketball shorts and, like, slammed into the thing. And then my shorts kind of uh, – it was loud, too. It was so – I just remember, <laughs> like, wanting to cry. But, you know, you got to get up and, like, save face and be like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Inside dying. But outside that. When was this? That was when I was in, like, oh. elementary school. I don't remember things like that. Um, I'm not remembering any – I'm sure – I mean, obviously, I've been embarrassed many times before. Mm-hmm. Um whether it's, like, if I maybe messed up something um, publicly or, of course, I've, like, tripped, fell down a million times. Um, but I'm not thinking of anything, like, off the top that's, like, a story where it's, like, oh, I remember that time. Um, I wonder what that says about uh, us, about even how we remember the things that embarrassed us. But I'm sure things have happened. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about um, embarrassment because 
at camp, we were talking to the kids about presenting. Like, they have to present these. They have to do presentations. And these are, like, 10-year-olds all the way to 18-year-olds. And the biggest fear in the world, I think still, and maybe last time I checked, was public speaking. And people, and I was like, well, what could go wrong? They're like, well, what if I mess up? Or what if, you know, what if I fall on the way down there? Or what if this happens? And so I've been talking to them for weeks about, like, being able to speak in front of people. And then, you know, things did happen. People did mess up. People forgot stuff. The slides didn't work. The computer shut off. Mm -hmm. And I told them afterwards, but did you die? Like, are you okay? Like, are you good? And so in talking about how to face fears, like, I think it's really important even to think about those moments that might embarrass us and like how that could also be used as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So in different ways, like fears, different fears of failure or things happening could be one thing that does, you can cause the emotion of embarrassment, which I guess I would call embarrassment an emotion. Um, is it? Yeah. I, according to research, cause I okay. wasn't sure. Cause I, I was tying it more so to like guilt and shame. I guess like <laughs> that's real deep. I don't think embarrassment has to be that deep though. I think, um, there's so many different levels of it because it can be, um, like you mentioned, shame, guilt, fear, kind of stemming from all of those things. Um, and sometimes it's very lighthearted thing mm -hmm. that's embarrassing. And sometimes it's um, like I'm embarrassed because I got a divorce, you know, or mm -hmm. uh, I'm embarrassed that something was found out about you or something like there's different levels for sure um, when we talk about embarrassment. So. How would we really um, define what embarrassment is and what that looks like? I think that, and I'm, I'm thinking about me personally as like a way I would kind of define embarrassment. Um, it is something happening where it makes you feel uncomfortable for other people to see it or to know things about mm -hmm. you. And that could be from lighthearted to the very heavy mm -hmm. things about like not a relationship not working out or even um, some people probably get feel embarrassed getting cheated on even though mm -hmm. that's not really their fault. Yeah, as opposed to like you can be embarrassed to um, try to go holler at somebody like across mm -hmm. the room or for somebody to hear you say something um, or embarrassed about like you have a lisp or <laughs> it could be anything. Um, okay, I think that makes sense. I think at the at the foundations of embarrassment, that is what it is. Is It could be anything. And I guess, you know, that range depends on the person. But anything that it makes you uncomfortable for people to know or to see. Mm -hmm. And definitely when we mess up or what we view as a mess up, because it's, you know, based on what's valuable to you or what's important to you, which is why, like, something that might embarrass me might not embarrass you and vice versa. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And um, a psychologist, because, you know, I was doing research, like, oh, well, you know, could this be a thing? And uh, um, their quote, Susan David from Harvard Med School said, embarrassment is what is called a self-conscious emotion, something that we experience in relation to others when we make a mistake or behave in a way that is against social norms or standards. Mm -hmm. So, like, even going against, um, I guess, expectations or, you know, whatever. But I think that that's important. It's also, like, a self-conscious emotion because someone could be mad, embarrassed, and, like, you wouldn't even know necessarily. Oh, so that by saying self-conscious emotion, it's just like you may not obviously see it or express it. To me. But you feel it inside. Yeah, I, was like, mm -hmm. I took that as it's like a self thing. It's like a mm -hmm. me and me. Like, no, y'all didn't know I was Self-conscious. I, I hear about, hear self-conscious and also think, though, that it's, um yeah, like, you're, it's a, um, you're creating it, which you are, which doesn't mean it's not, is valid, not valid, whatever. But it's only something that only you can create. Like, you can only be embarrassed about something somebody says to you if that matters to you, if it, like, pushes mm -hmm. your buttons and stuff. Um, I remember there's some quote about that or something similar. It's like, you know, no matter, 
if somebody says something, like if somebody walks up to you and was like, oh, you're a purple-headed alien, you're just going to be like, oh, all right, well, like whatever. But if somebody's like, man, you're really a failure at your work, then if it might like, you know, get to you a little bit or you feel some kind of way, which I don't think that's necessarily might not be embarrassment unless it's like somebody said that in front of a, a crowd or something. Um, but it only really affects you if what you hold inside is easily going to be like swayed or that's something that's like, you know, a sensitive subject or a sensitive spot. Mm, and I think that that's a good view. Yeah, that's real. If it's something you might have like an insecurity about already, mm -hmm. like if you're nervous about public speaking, I'm like, yeah, let's be yeah. struggling out here. Yeah, and it, like we all care about how we come across, how we look. So, of course, like if you trip up a street or something, you know what I mean? Like that all goes into that. Like you you want to be seen a certain way. Um, and then so that's embarrassing to you. What does embarrassment feel like to you? Or how do you know you're embarrassed? Like what is that? Hmm. I think um, I know I'm embarrassed. I think it feels like heat in your cheeks or kind of like blushing a little bit. Um, the quick, like, uh, quick jolt of like an adrenaline sometimes, you know, like all of a sudden you're like your heart does like a quick, like beat or your body, like does a little jolt. Um, um, especially like when you trip, you know, the first thing you do is kind of like, uh, like you kind of look around, um, thinking about like who saw something or, or, uh, who's around. What else? What, what else could you add to that? Um, I kind of. Like, if it's something lighthearted, I might, like, laugh or smile because it's, like, awkward for me. But definitely the mm -hmm. flesh like cheeks. Like, trying to, like, over kind yep, of Yep, I was about to say. And if it's a physical thing, I'm definitely running out of every mm -hmm. trip that I have. I'm one of those people that will jog through that thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I saw that. It's funny because I was, um, where was I riding to? I had to have been in the backseat of an Uber um, going somewhere. And, you know, just looking out the window as we were, like, driving through the streets. And just just so quickly, like, I'm driving, they're moving, but I, I see somebody, like, you know, trying to hop up the curb to the gas station and be like, whoa, and then keep, and then they just keep going too. And I'm, and I was just in the car like, hmm. like that was it. Cause it's like, dang, it's so interesting. Like that person will never know that I saw them, you know? And just the fact that really what it made me think about, I was like, man, anybody can see anything at any point. You just never really know. Like if they saw something. Um, but that's what I was thinking. It's like, dang, I wonder if they felt embarrassed like just now, but or maybe they didn't care. Um, but I was just like, man, I seen you trip. So Mm -hmm. Man, I swear, my kind of have embarrassment, secondhand embarrassment. Ooh, I get really bad secondhand <clears throat> embarrassment. From like, what situations? Um, everything from movies, TV shows. Mm. Like sometimes I have to like pause them. I'm like, oh my god. Like I was watching. Um, <laughs> like you feel some kind of way. Oh my god, I was watching Curb the other day, and I Larry was like going in on somebody. And I was just, like, so embarrassed for, like, the entire situation. Mm. I was like, I got to come back because right now I'm, like, stressed. Is that being an empath if you're, like, feeling the emotions of stuff you're looking at or other people? Uh, probably. Yeah, that's probably the empathic <laughs> tendency to do that. But I, me and one of my friend, other friends talk about it often. It's like, yeah, we really do be, like, secondhand, like, mm -hmm. on certain things. Mm -hmm. When people say something and you're just like, mm, like, I'm embarrassed for you even saying that or, or like, thinking that way or whatever. But... Yeah, it definitely is a thing for sure that happens. Mm -hmm. um, and so now that we've talked about all this stuff, um, we're going to talk about why embarrassment could actually be a good thing and ways to um, kind of handle embarrassment better. Um, yeah, just ways to improve your relationship with embarrassment. Like in certain things, you might be like, oh, that doesn't matter, you know, depending on your level. But if something else happened, you might be mortified. And so, you know, just ways to think through it. Um, I think one of the biggest ones uh is being scared like embarrassment can hold you back from things 
um, being scared to like look stupid. Like you don't want to be being embarrassed. Being scared of embarrassment. Um, yeah, being scared of like what people think and of being like of your fear of embarrassment and of like not being good at something. So for example, um, when Beyonce, she had quoted that like, you know, most people aren't great at things because they're scared to look stupid in the beginning to try things. And um, I've talked to a lot of like people that I know and clients and different things about them being so nervous about not being good at something, which in my head is like embarrassment. Your fear is of, is of embarrassment or rejection or some type of, you know, being outside of social norms that it actually even keeps you from exploring. You could be the next Beethoven, but you're scared mm-hmm. to not, not be good at piano or whatever because you don't want to look stupid. Mm-hmm. Or so I, I would think of too, like maybe like if it's like you could be the next Beethoven, but maybe you because you, you're aware you might get embarrassed, you didn't really invite, like, all the people that you could have to your recital or something, or, um, like, your friends. You didn't really want your friends to see you, and just in case. Um, and maybe that blocks out certain opportunities, or, um, you know, even for just other people to see who you are when you do things like that, if you move out of a fear of it. Um, but do you feel like you do that very often? I, I mean, to me, that sounds like the same as saying, like, fear of failure, which we all have to some degree. Um but I don't know if it's always, like, that I would I would also say that I have a fear of embarrassment, like, as I go into a thing. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's always feels the same as saying, like, a fear of messing up and then a fear of actually being embarrassed that you messed up. Yeah, I think it could be tied to different things. Like, you could be a perfectionist, and so it's more about your fear of not mm-hmm. being perfect every time. Mm-hmm. I also think a big part of that is tied to what other people think, and that is, like, to me, that does kind of mean embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why you, you wouldn't want to go. Like, people are like, oh, I can't go to a dance class because I can't dance. I'm like, that's how you go to the class. You can oh, try yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and the scientists, oh, and then here's some more research. They're just saying that individuals who feel and express embarrassment um, in their study were more likely to be deemed trustworthy and more likely more likely to be forgiven than those who don't, which I kind of thought was interesting. Then they also had another tip that mild embarrassment is can be a healthy way of maintaining social order. Wait, can you say the first one again? So what is it saying? Individuals who who get embarrassed yeah, so they are did a more study. trusted? Yeah, they appear more trustworthy and um, are also like more likely to be forgiven than those who don't. Uh, there's there was a Harvard study. I should have put more a little bit more on here, but I thought it was interesting that people's perceptions of those who who are willing to be embarrassed or who do get more embarrassed affects how people trust them and their like level of forgiveness. Okay. I guess I was just thinking of like what does it look like when somebody feels embarrassed and like what do I think about that? I most of the time I feel like other people don't really care. Like when you're when you feel embarrassed, it's usually not that ever that deep. Um, or, like, people aren't really, you know, judging you like you think people might be judging you. So I wonder um, if somebody it seems like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, my, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I don't know. That is, To me, that doesn't make me feel like anything. Like, I, I feel any different about you or if I trust you or if I, whatever. I wonder, I wonder if it's more about, less about, like, the embarrassment. Like, that could be a cause. But, you know, when people, would like, just don't give a fuck, they just don't care. Like, mm-hmm. about anything. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how that's, you feel. Like, that's stuff fair, like yeah, that. Yeah. So that's maybe, I maybe that's more that so way. what it's tied to. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're not affected by anything, then maybe there are. If you don't seem like you care about what other people think, then you're definitely, like, more a little more hard or, mm-hmm. like, all the things. Okay. Yeah. That I'm glad you broke that down a little bit more. That makes sense. I think that's fair. And then that mild embarrassment can be a healthy way of maintaining social order. What is that really saying? Um, so, for example, uh, if. Because I saw a tweet the other day, and this is the first thing that popped up in my head. So um, she said, man, the lady next to me has her mask on when, but now her bare feet are all over the seats in front of us. 
And I was like, ew. And so maybe the shame around other people uh, can uh-huh. keep can keep you from doing things mm-hmm. that you be out there wilding out. Mm-hmm. It's like for example, like heating up fish in an office. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a fact, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the idea that all right now, like you should be embarrassed about some things <laughs> is keeps everybody from like, yeah, disrespecting everything. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. That's cool too. Um another um way that embarrassment is such a good thing not such a good thing but can be a good thing um the anticipation of being embarrassed can help us to better prepare for challenging situations i think that's um pretty straightforward and i would agree with that that it's like all right now um just like when your parents will give you their speech for you go inside like all right don't embarrass me now like you know it's like you're kind of prepping you know like all right i need you to be on your best behavior or all right i don't want to be embarrassed to give in this speech so I'm, let me practice and like you know, you, it, it makes you put effort into what you're doing because you don't want to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, and Lexi kind of mentioned this earlier, but the things we might get embarrassed about or have a fear of embarrassment around can kind of show us what we care about and help us realign whenever we get off track. Like, if you go into a presentation unprepared, like, oh, man, I don't want to let my team down or I don't want to get embarrassed or I care about my job or, you know, whatever. So thinking about the things where you actually – do get embarrassed and kind of like, oh, I must really care about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it also, in the same vein, shows what you care about as far as like your image or, mm-hmm. you know, your how you value things, like we were saying at the beginning too. Because um, like we said, like it'll be different things that will make certain people embarrassed that won't make em- other people embarrassed. Like the girl putting her feet up on something. Like, I don't know. It's just weird how like some things, it's like, why, why are we not all on the same page about this? <laughs> um embarrassment usually leads to a funny story afterwards so um that's always a good thing and and a good way to look at life in general is like all right usually you're embarrassed but it's something that you can laugh about later um the way you remember when you fell down those steps or um yeah that was crazy how whatever happened so um a lot of times you know it is about transitioning it from like a moment where you're like real fight or flight for a second to like oh like let's just laugh at ourselves and that's the biggest one, I think, for me is, like, it gives you an opportunity to remind yourself that you're human and that you can laugh at yourself and everything doesn't have to be perfect. Like, we've all had those days where you tripping and dropping stuff and kind of moving and just, you know, whatever. So we're all human. And then another one in that same vein is, I think, like, if you did try something new and you felt silly, like, it's kind of cool to see the progress. Like, man, at the beginning, I couldn't you know, do four counts at this dance class and now I can do a whole song. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. looking at the progress monitor so that you can even laugh at, you know, when you first started and compare those videos. So kind of just marking progress. Mm-hmm. And it encourages you to accept and enjoy the inevitable. So um, everybody's gonna like make a mistake or do something embarrassing. Maybe you forgot to mute the Zoom. He said something wild. Like it just it's just things that they happen. And um, you know, they're all opportunities to practice, like rolling with the punches, laughing at yourself, all the things that we're talking about. And so those are some reasons how embarrassment can be good or some reasons why um, embarrassment can be good. But here are some tips or some thoughts on how embarrassment can possibly. Well, I'm sorry, because uh-huh. I just thought of something else because yeah. I'm this whole time too. I'm like trying to think like what's something that has embarrassed me. And I know it's trust me, it's a million things. But also sometimes it's just other people like laughing at you and I'm just like, whatever. Um, but I think another good thing about embarrassment or maybe is that, um, and I'm thinking through it as I try to figure out exactly that feeling, but um, a good thing about embarrassment could be um, it it allows you to be seen or revealed. Mm. Like perhaps um, 
I'm, I'm like made fun of because of um, something. I'm like, oh my god, they saw, you know, they they saw my house is a mess, or that I don't clean up the kitchen good, or they saw I have a bunch of scratches all over my legs. I'm like running stuff all the time, like whatever it might be. Um, it it also in a good way can like allows for the revealing of like, oh, this is who you are, and for people to see who you really are. Um, or to see things that you may have kind of been trying to hide or whatever, but in, you know, in building intimacy with whatever kind of relationship, but like intimacy and just being seen by other people genuinely and authentically, um, without the things that we try to kind of like keep behind a curtain. Oh, and that, man, I'm so glad you said that. Cause I had this story in my head in that same vein. Um, if you're not new to the podcast, you know that I can be very long story longer and long winded, <laughs> but if you are new, yeah, my bad dog, that just kind of is how I am. I like to give all the You're details. You're not the most long-winded person at all. But I do, I like, when I'm telling a story, I like to give all the details so you can have context and kind of understand what's going on, which tends to, like, run on. And I was getting, you know, playfully teased about it the other day. And I was like, yeah, I do be doing that. And then the mm-hmm. person was like, but it's okay because that's part of who you are, and it's okay. Like, we all mm-hmm. know that. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. And it was very affirming. That's a good example, exactly, of what I was saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, that could be something like, ooh, like, you get, you're embarrassed about it. But also, like... Okay, that's, you know, that doesn't always mean that it's something wrong um, or something that you can control or something, whatever. Or like, something that needs to be not changed. not that deep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes we can get to the point <laughs> a little bit faster. But, um, you know, but to accept that that's a, per- a part of who you are. So that is a great uh, example of that. Yeah, so thank you. And it felt so good. So also, don't be trying to, like, hide all of mm-hmm. your nuances and not share yourself. And that gave people. an opportunity for somebody else to, like, show you, you know, that type of, like, oh, like, you don't have to hide from being seen, which is another good, like, thing out of it um, in building with whatever relationships people around you. Oh, yeah. That, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> um, okay, so great examples of why it can be a good thing. And here are just some thoughts whenever you might experience embarrassment or ways to kind of improve your relationship with embarrassment and so as always the first thing is like whenever you're feeling something is if it, obviously if it's something more like more deep than something super lighthearted, like a light little trip or something like that but kind of sitting with the feelings and naming it like noticing how it feels and noticing if it actually is like a bigger fear or attached to something else and more important but just allowing yourself a little bit of time to sit with it and um not not allowing that to become part of your identity identity or like over identifying with a feeling or allowing like guilt and shame to kind of overrun you, but just kind of sitting with it and giving yourself some space to think through it or to write through it or to talk through it with somebody. Mm-hmm. With me dropping that video in the work chat, like eighteen people, um, and some people from my team and some people from my clients' team was in there, and it was like this is like two eight in the morning, three in the morning, or some crazy time where obviously like that is not where I was trying to send that. And um, I just kept like being like, damn, I'm like, <laughs> I just kept laughing like, I can't believe I did that. Oh my gosh! But like, and then I had to tell a couple people because like you just got to tell somebody, like, yo, this is what I did. Like, and then just all for the next maybe forty hours or so, like literally every five minutes, I just like laugh like, yo, who does this? Like, it was so that's so out of line. Like, nobody else cared. No, like clearly everybody had secondhand embarrassment probably, and it was like acted like it didn't even happen. Next time we jumped on a meeting or whatever, it's like. Didn't nobody even act like that happened. Um, but it was it was so embarrassing. And I just kept saying, like, this is so embarrassing. But, like, also, I kept – I did take a minute to ask myself, like, 
am I, but am I actually okay? Because like also <laughs> that's that's kind of extra, and it's like, damn, but am I okay? Like for real with this, or you know what I accidentally just sent out there, we'll see or whatever. And so I thought about like, am, do I feel shame? And like I really like process kind of through that. And I was like, no, nah, not really. Actually, like I actually don't really care. Like she uploaded it, whatever. Um, you know, there was nothing like super incriminating or anything too OD going on. It's like, whatever, you know, and I just kind of process, process through it to where, you know, after a few days, I just wasn't really, I didn't even think about it anymore. That's good. And I feel like even since we started, you know, the bouch and talking about all this stuff, that's so much growth for you to even like check in on yourself and be like, how am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Am I good? Yeah. I just like over talk to myself about everything. Now I'll be like, man, how does, what do I really feel? Or cause you know, I've always had, um, like an issue with like feelings and just thinking about it. And so now if I kind of feel something, I'll try to sit down and identify and, or really think about like, all right, what do I feel? Or try to let myself feel the thing, whatever emotion it is. So yeah, that's just like kind of regular par for course now. Mm-hmm. And so once you do that and ask yourself all the questions and do all mm-hmm. your processing, you have to learn mm-hmm. how to let go of control. Um, Cause it's like, you know, once you hit send, that was it. It was kind of, you do what you it's did. Your, and it was crazy. Cause I saw the blue thing going across Maslow and I was like, wait a minute, this is the wrong oh this is the wrong and i just sat there and watched it like i was like dang afterwards i was like yeah i could have just like turned my jaw on airdrop real quick i mean not airdrop airplane mode real quick or like try not to do anything but yeah just sit there watched it and nothing else you could do and then two weeks later iphone dropped the unsend on text <laughs> and uh a couple of my friends hit me like damn it was a week too late buddy <laughs> i was like dang because i would have hit quit with the you like shoot back <laughs> but um However that works, but yeah, they they dropped that joint like a week later. I was like, wow. Look, you might have inspired that. Disrespect. <laughs> Disrespect. Um, a key part of like moving on from embarrassment and actually growing through it is self-compassion and self-kindness so or self-forgiveness as well for those things. It's like do it, mm-hmm. own it, don't try to fix it or fixate on it, and then forgive yourself and keep it moving because we're human. Yeah, you definitely got it. That's like the most important part is – just be like, dang, yeah, I messed that up. Or, I, man, I, I did whatever. And just keep it moving. You got to just forgive yourself for it. The, and lastly, um, allow yourself and others to be human and imperfect, which is kind of hard these days because I feel like we're all, like, you know, looking for somebody to jump on their opinion and tell them why they're wrong. Um, and sometimes they are wrong. But, um, yeah, just allowing people to, you know, it's, if they trip, it's okay. Like, you know, I, and I think – I don't know. Actually, I can't speak for most people, but I was going to say, like, within certain groups or whatever, you know, people actually do, like, care if you're okay first, then we laugh, you know. Like, hopefully it's it's at the end of the day, I guess what I'm saying is that I feel like, you know, humans are tend to be okay. Like, if you were doing a recital and your voice cracked, like, nobody's going to be like, ah, like, you messing up up there. Um, but then later when they run the tape back, you know, with the family or whatever, they might be like, yeah, you need a little hot tea, you know, before you went up there. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not in people's nature to make you feel bad when you're embarrassed. Um, and I think that might be a sign if somebody does around you, a friend or a family, like, when you're obviously embarrassed, like, they just totally, like, pile onto you is something to consider. But, um, yeah, like, people got your back, and, like, it's okay. We all mess up, and everybody knows they mess up, too. Like, so, I don't know. We just got to be more okay with being embarrassed it's okay doc um and i think the last little thing that it made me think about one of the kids messed up when they were presenting in their presentations but it was fine you know what i'm saying i only knew because i had seen the run-throughs and stuff like that and it wasn't the biggest one but you could tell like all the color kind of dropped out of her face when she was like (laughs) kind of struggling through the slide Mm -hmm. and after they finished her partner gave her a hug and i was just like (laughs) oh 
that's another good point too though is like when you're embarrassed like how you're able to keep moving through it um and that because you know once you start once you're embarrassed about a thing then it's like you get even more tighter sometimes or you might get a little more off if you're like presenting or doing something or um if somebody calls you out on something you might get a little bit more like oh let me wear long pants and cover this up or like let me make sure every time i go in front of this person like everything looks perfect um so another thing i would say too is be careful of and watch how embarrassment changes you or like affects you and like what you're doing and then is that that necessary or so can you take this as a time to try to cover up and sweep that embarrassment and that thing and those things under the rug or is this an opportunity for you to actually be like this is you and to own that and live in it as well um so think about like how it changes your actions if you're like oh i never speak to anybody again or if i'm like oh, i'm never gonna shoot my shot again or let me never let them see me again is the wrong way. And that goes for a lot of different topics, relationship, <laughs> love, whatever. It, like just not letting embarrassment and that fear of being seen and that fear of making mistakes or the fear of being called out keep you from action and keep you from moving and keep you from being a human and enjoying the human experience without overthinking it. Bow. So, look, if I, well, I'm not going to drop our mic, but she just did. So, <laughs> Um, I would say, please don't drive. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> We're like, like yeah. look at y'all. <laughs> Just um, knock it off the desk. Yes, We're not going to do that. Um, but yeah, hit us at Carly's Couch, at Lextopia, at CC Fierce, slash Carly Carbio. Um, with your thoughts on embarrassment, what's the last time you were embarrassed? Because look, we, we trying to laugh. We told you ours. Mm-hmm. I have more. Um, hit us, let us know your thoughts and how you kind of process through it um, or have a better, healthier relationship with it. Would love to hear. And then this week's shout out. Real excited. It's me. <laughs> so this week's shout out is Holistic. Um, I am dropping some new products soon. So in addition to the butters, which y'all can still get, um, I'm doing some self-care boxes. So I have three different ones. There is an affirmation slash intention box. So if you're focused and working on something or working on yourself or working on a project, that's the box for you. If you just want to relax and rest and tune into yourself and turn off your phone and enjoy the world, that one's for you. And then the last one is an intimacy box with your partner or your date or whomever. And I have some intimacy cards that's going to be in that box. Um, Just, you know, questions and things you can get to better know people and be a little bit more vulnerable than I think our typical date or partner conversations go. So. So um, on your website, which is what? Holistic, H-E-A-U-X-L-I-S-T-I-C dot com. Okay. So on your uh, website, Holistic. Uh, you're dropping new product, three new boxes mm-hmm. that people can buy for themselves or as a gift for somebody else. Okay, cool. And then what's the um, the date by which they can, like, can people go to the site now and drop an email or can they pre-order or when can they go look for it? Great question. So you can actually go sign up t- to be on my newsletter because I'm going to drop it earlier to everybody on my newsletter. But then I'll open pre-orders for three days. And after the three days, that's done. You got to wait for the next round of boxes. Mm-hmm. But and but they can do that now. Yeah, you can go sign up for my newsletter now. Okay, and they'll drop within the next week. Okay, and a half two weeks. Um, look at the show notes. Look at the site. Check the. Well, I guess they're not going to be up quite yet. But uh, go to the site and get on her mailing list um, because they definitely would be like a great gift to send to somebody for sure, if not for yourself. Yeah, and there's a little tab on there that shows you kind of gives you a better idea of what's in the boxes mm-hmm. and what they can be used for. So if you are trying to gift it, like, look, you know somebody has three kids and is trying to relax. Like, you mm-hmm. know what's up. Go mm-hmm. ahead and send them that one. That's a good idea. Cool. Thanks. Well, congratulations on new products. It's always good in this day and age. Um, definitely we'll check that out. And this week's question of the week, Do you, are we doing mm-hmm. one of these? Yeah. 
Oh, where'd this come from then? That's what I had on there before we decided. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that the question I was going to say is not the question of the week. Okay. So these are um, the questions from her intimacy one, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Describe the last time I inspired you. I'll say two things because y'all know I don't answer questions well. Real quick. Uh, real quick. Long story um, longer. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> long um, podcast longer. But seeing you choose yourself um, consistently. And what I mean by that is like doing things that please you. If you want to go play tennis, if you want to hop on a flight to London to go see a race, if you want to treat yourself to whatever, like it's been a beautiful journey to see you get here. And like, I just am so inspired that you continue to choose you. Oh, thank you. I am too. child. Um, and I, I feel like I've always been doing that um, for a long time, but there's always places where you don't. And so I feel like uh, people tend to say that to me often or like in my Instagram stories, they're like, teach me how to, I want to be your mentee on every time, like just doing some random thing for no reason. <laughs> um, and it's like, I don't know, how, what am I teaching you? Like, just like, what do you want to do? And like, start doing it. Um, my answer for this, uh, asked to make it describe, uh, the last time that Carly inspired me, um, I would say months kind of general in the same way. The first thing that I'm thinking of is, um, inspired by the desire and action that goes into doing a lot of play. Um, and to really like, you know, not necessarily waiting for other people, but always like taking uh, your time, whether it's by yourself or you're hitting up friends or uh, individuals to go do something, but always like trying to go do something fun and go explore um, in a playful way. So like kind of different than mine in that, like for me, what inspires me is like it's always like doing some like extra like big kid type stuff, which is always kind of cool to do. Um, and I'd be like, mm, that look fun, but I'd be at home like, well, let me sit on down, child. <laughs> <laughs> let me sit down and, and put some ice on my hips. But um, that look fun. Um, but that, because it definitely uh, reminds me and inspires me, like, all right, like, what I, I still need to get out and do, like, more fun and playful type things as well. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, because I'm going to get this one in. Oh, my bad. I no, you good, you good. I forgot nah, you said you had you two. You, I was like, let me not cut you out because you might forget. <laughs> my bad. The whole thing. You're good. Um, the second one is your boundaries. And how, like, when you revamped your business, like, I remember very clearly, you're like, no, this is what we do. This is what we don't do. And, like, you, like, cut <laughs> out clients and told people no and all those things. When it can be hard, like, you, even mm. if it's a friend or something that seems fun or something, you're like, nah, this is what we do. This is where we flourish. I'm not doing any of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's Those are hard decisions that you realize you have to make. And then once you make them, you are like, oh, this is way better. Because, like, why put up with trying to make something work that's just not going to work? Um yeah, and you can't do everything, so you have to keep tightening up, um, like, who you're available to and what opportunities you're available for. And that's life advice, not just business advice. So hit us at Carly's Couch. Let us know when's the last time someone inspired you or us or whatever. Um, we'd love to hear from y'all. I would love to see um, you tag Carly's Couch and then tag the other person and maybe put some picture up or put something up that of somebody or something that has inspired you. Yeah, do that. <laughs> sorry, that's just my social media self. No, like, I like it. Look, engage by doing this engage at with that us. person, um, so they can see it too. And you don't got to really tell them. Or it doesn't have to be somebody uh, relevant to the podcast or us. But um, yeah, just do a random shout out from time to time, or let people know from time to time. It's free to give people flowers. 
unless it's like physical mm. ones. <laughs> but like, you know, like in life, to let them know they inspire yeah. you. That's free. Yeah, it is. Go ahead and drop that. It is. Alrighty. Thank you all for listening to Carly's Couch, episode 202. We'll see y'all next